0: Amazing. <laughs>
1: Games Workshops Basic, hosted by John Cardell, Danny <laughs> McDevitt. i
2: am Dickie and it's Groom After Dark. Welcome to Groom After Dark. We are Warhammer 40000's only late night show. For some reason, my name is John, and I'm here to misinform and entertain to talk about the goings-on over the last week in the world of Warhammer. Uh, this week, Games Workshop very graciously sent Danny the old world, and he has opinions. Uh, Val takes us through the player reactions to a British classic, the queuing system. And then Dickie and I are going to drag us back to the 41st millennium for just some awful stuff I found as we go around the nap. Um... Uh, I also have a brand new game, and you know what that means. Historically, it's going to be terrible. Uh, <laughs> but if you enjoy what you see or what you're listening to, you can support us by liking or subscribing wherever we'll let you. To be able to throw a couple of dollars our way by becoming a member on YouTube or commenting below with the answer to this question How many cheeseburgers were really on screen last week? Because it wasn't five, and I'm very sorry. Uh, before we go on, let's meet the team who make it all possible. First up, he's a co host with the co host. He's our competitive 40K and old world champion, all mm. the way from Moscow, Idaho. It's Daniel J. McDevitt, the fourth.
0: There he is. Thanks for the additions to my intro, John. I really he's do appreciate the that. The
2: beautiful face of everything, Square Base. He's a fantasy enthusiast and a casual 40K, I guess, disliker. Yeah, that's I guess. Insignificanter? uh it's Val Hafflefinger. It's me than- again. And yeah, much lucky again. TV been- of the day. <laughs> As per his contract. And then he's the man behind the curtain. He's <laughs> the <laughs> Canada. It's superstar producer, Tech Priestickey. Don't mess with him or he will minimize your screen. I will
1: minimize you.
2: Can Watch you put him. him in the background, Dickie? Yeah, that's pretty cool,
1: actually.
2: Just check me
0: away. Just kidding, just kidding. I don't want him to be behind the couch. Ch- oh, oh, you can make me the under <laughs> <laughs> You know, I heard the under Dicky is really the way to get the best sportsmanship score. Um <laughs> so, so something to keep in
2: mind at these old world events. Yes, you know? absolutely. You know, uh, Chad pointing out we do have a new background this week here to celebrate the old world uh, and also uh, I think that's Arkins uh, wanting to just murder me as he's frozen in time uh, about be. to take that killing boat uh, Good thing. Just just punch him in the dick like old Grimgore Gore. I can't. There's a chair in the way, and no, you know how much enough. this chair costs to get Beals to draw? Uh, like twenty bucks. It was good times.
3: Well, we've amortized it over a couple of years now, so like it's just, <laughs>
2: it's good. <laughs> It's effectively it, paid for, yeah. It, yes. In the third year, it pays for itself. It really does. Like all good shares. Uh, um, this week's comment of the week is brought to you by our friends at Frontline Gaming. They're open 24-7 at FrontlineGaming.org. Buy all your GW product to 15% off, or Better yet, uh, empty other their second-hand store for more discounts. This week, it's all about Inner Circle Companions. Uh, and Val, I know you weren't here last week, but uh, we were talking about the, the weirdly named Companions, uh, the <laughs> good friends of the Inner Circle, the
3: Dark Angels. That's what they roommate, uh, thats what they called the the kids who hung out with Michael Jackson, I'm pretty sure.
1: Oh.
3: Waifu pillows?
1: Wow. Oh, man.
3: Companions?
2: Wasn't that, wasn't yeah. that what it was? Companions? I think so. Friends, mayhaps? Uh, but no, Joel Atkins coming and saying inner circle Pleasure Waifu
0: pillows. I think is what it was called.
2: Sorry. Or inner circle companions of the night. Um, either gives the Watchers a whole new meaning in the lore. Uh, so... Danny Val, our watchers in the dark, just uh, snuggle toys for the dark angels.
3: I mean, we definitely definitely took this on an immediately dark turn. is um, dark, always cuddling dark. You're just poor cuddling, wife. just cuddling, just cuddling. Yes, absolutely, just just cuddling. That's what dark angels are known for.
0: Look, save all of the essay jokes for later in the episode. I'm sure we're going to see some stuff like,
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Dark Angels, like uh, famous Battle Farge Neverland Ranch. <laughs> 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 oh, let's, let, let's break into some state of play. Ah, Jesus. Perfectly timed. Uh, welcome to State of Play. Volume. This is the segment where we catch up with what we've been up to in Warhammer in the last week. This week, uh, the past is the present again, as Games Workshop very graciously, uh, graciously sent Danny a preview of the new Tomb King's Army Box. Uh, but before we touch on that, I wanted to to touch on something I've noticed the past couple of weeks. Our friends over at Frontline Gaming Guys are releasing a brand new uh, co-op and PvP board game uh, called Blood Throne. Oh, uh, ooh. Oh. Uh, which has been in development for a while uh, I saw kind of the messages around Generally things that go straight to Kickstarter Which I'm going to assume this is uh, Don't catch my eye, but what we'll caught my eye here uh, Donnie is our good friend JT mm-hmm. Yeah, look at yeah. him he's Yeah, looking good right there <clears throat> are, we um, like way, are we doing like a
0: three-way Are we doing like a three-way fist bump there?
1: It looked like a shocker actually If you look uh, Wait, Reese's Hold on, Pinky's out
2: Is Reese have his hand over their, their hands? Yeah, he's like, "Whoa, guys, we're taking a promo photo." <laughs> the most, the most awkward fist bump ever.
0: That's, was Reese he going is... for a handshake there? What, what, what do you think was the? He was going to do, you gonna think do the top of the fist ice? bump.
1: That's the, the best.
0: Yeah,
2: it would be yeah. only better if Reese was recently back from the bathroom and had wet hands, and, just and that's
0: what was that. up. <laughs> I know. Yeah, no, everybody loves the moist drape john that's like the best oh, the oh yeah. other people just to kind of rub your moist hand over the top of somebody else the back of somebody's hand john
2: yeah that's so why i say my favorite thing about this picture here is jt who uh, from play on tabletop who's a phenomenal human being um mm-hmm. and this gets that's me cool. excited to know that they'll going to be putting their production values hopefully behind a demo of the game mm-hmm. uh, which makes me a hundred times more excited to see it i yeah. was instantly though disappointed by the comment section uh when we oh, scroll no. down here to this oh, next God. slide with Jay transnoodle saying oh, yeah this squad does not look like a safe place for women
1: oh no oh no oh what? I
2: mean But, but why <laughs> why so, like really what? let's, go, let's go, go go back up there Dickie. I think I said to Danny um I would trust JT and a bus full of drugged women. Uh, Being taken to a dark black. he is the nicest person you will ever see. Yeah, Uh, yeah, very, very little danger there. But But why not Reese?
1: Well,
0: (laughs) I don't
2: know him.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Do really have to say it, Val? I mean, I mean that's harsh. The reason Reese is because people are afraid that you're going to get too
2: good of a bargain at frontline (laughs) game. Can you really trust the man who gives fifteen percent off? every it's only day 50, but it's only 15 i mean dude anymore and i wouldn't trust him around man it's mm-hmm. just it's just the tip val that's just the tip <laughs> of the discount <laughs> just the very beginning oh we'll definitely uh follow along with frontline gaming for all the <laughs> updates uh they've released all of the heroes coming with the first wave uh the game does look dope uh and of course our friends at friendly know how, how gaming works but with that on I with the like, work john also, yeah. there's, there's a second comment here that
1: is
0: also great
1: Right? It is really good. Like,
0: actually. Bob Kelly coming in, Uh great guy, Uh the man, the, the legend JT, and then
3: also mm-hmm. Reese. Yeah, oh,
1: <laughs> but then Reese like, replies at the. Yeah, I like them.
3: that Reese took a pass on the squad does not look like a safe space for women one, but he went after. <laughs> oh really? Yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't reply. It doesn't look like he's in the replies on that one. No, uh, no. we don't know that for sure though.
2: Yeah, beautiful. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, I do want to uh, go on here with a warning, Grim After Dark, of course, your premiere late night Warhammer 40,000 show. Uh, But this episode, quite a lot, uh, is taken up uh, by the old world, uh, as, as we're going to see on uh, this beautiful warning. Um, <laughs> that was stolen from a church graphic website church? Uh, for really? sermons, Wow, that's... Uh, which cool. has the urgent warning. And then Warhammer and so... Uh, I know the guys here have been very excited about it. It's been dominating sort of the mm-hmm. news cycle and the community windings this week. So let's just dive yeah. full born Perfect. into it. Yeah. Uh, the first thing I want to point out here, guys, is this I found on a buy-sell page. It says looking to buy horizontally slotted 25 millimeter yeah. square bases, GW branded only. Wow. Um, and he's willing to pay two dollars each for those. So I'm gonna ask oh, you, you wow. old timer nerds over there. I'm why is the GW mark of quality so important in a base? Well, John,
0: you know, with that base and its age, it's made in America, John. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Well, you know, you know, you could get you could get sort of those uh, you know, maybe maybe the angle on the side that edge may not be quite at the exact slope that you're looking for. Um perhaps perhaps that slot of base is more, you know, not slotted enough or maybe too loose even. Is
2: is the old world gaming community a place where a new player such as myself is going to go and have the angle of my base bevels measured uh to make sure that they're equal and Fair. Yeah, well, in short, John,
0: yes, that will absolutely happen. Oh, no. Uh so get ready and I hope that you're you've beveled your
2: edges appropriately. <laughs> Danny just um, can we barreling towards me like, second, like Danny's barreling towards important. me like a train with a protractor and just like judge, disqualified. Yeah. Uh, no, John, it, I have a mold for it actually. I was gonna so say like
3: protractor? No, he's got a specific tool for that. Yeah. I mean, no, no, no An self-respecting old world
2: player would leave their house without no, a beveling no. tool. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I dude. also have an edging tool, but I can't my take. Bev
0: dude, I bring that ever with me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> but sorry, Danny. Before I so rudely cut you off for a terrible joke, because I am so will to do. What were you saying? No,
0: no, John, that was a great joke. I love that. <gasps> I'm sorry I was interrupting you. So, I really care about the the beveled angle of my bases. Like it's important to me. If I get like some third party bases and they're like wildly different, like flush with another base. Get out of here with that. That looks like trash. I don't like it. I like the weird gap in between each one of my models.
3: Especially so when you put it like
2: that. how many there are.
3: He wants that weird gap.
2: Yeah. Uh, the other thing I was going to ask about this here, uh, Val, is uh, why is the slot direction important?
3: Well, I mean, that's important for just... Just depending on the model. I mean, this particular uh, slot of base configuration makes me think of the old school halberdiers who so just sort of stand there like that, very squared up, fitting in the base. Sometimes you have the diagonal slot for those more dynamically posed dudes. But this is probably a person looking to uh, maybe get some uh, you know, fourth edition, um, you know, wood elf archers maybe slotted Ooh, up, uh, so- you know, guys who stand shoulder to shoulder type things.
0: Sure. Like, and
3: these, uh, these size
0: bases in 20 millimeter were often used for obviously all the metal infantry. So, if you have old metal infantry and you want to put them on the new base, like, you got to get these. Also, uh, like plastic night goblins from Battle of Skull Pass all had their, uh, all had their, uh, the slotta like
3: angled like this. Those guys in so, a 25 is going to be real funny. It's just so
0: <laughs> they're already small so like, and they look fine on the 20s. They're going to look.
3: Weird on 25s Yes, little mushrooms.
0: Yeah,
3: Perfect. I like that the distract the distracting bit of battle is only on this scene. So let's just keep it here.
2: It's very specific to this scene. No, no, it's, it's, fine. it's fine. It's fine. We can have distracting battle noises all times. Um, moving on as well, a lot of hot takes coming out this past week about Old World, thanks to the the wonderful um, pervasive nature that GW spread the review copies around. Uh, and then I have a couple that I found here. Uh, oh, I have bad ones. Oh yeah. a very well received and well done. Uh, our our own Grim After World, oh. uh, Grim After Aldorf, I guess. Oh, that's not bad. It's not bad. Uh, we'll put a pin in that there. Uh, Look, it's not Old World Charm, John.
0: That is an excellent <laughs> name for a podcast that may or may not be coming out soon.
3: Are you guys actually naming it Old World Charm? Is that real? I thought Adam Camilleri was just was just trolling me. It's Bro, Old World okay. Charm.
0: Yeah, check this out. We got oh, Steve Joel you. to sing like a song, like in Sinatra style. Like oh. it's oh, dude, it's amazing, dude. I'm so excited.
2: Val, as a former creative director of the FLGN, <laughs> uh, you know more than anyone. Uh, Adam Camilleri and naming things. Is Why does he huge... keep
0: getting to name things?
1: <laughs> it's true.
0: You don't like it? You think it's bad?
1: It's real bad. <laughs> it's,
3: it's not great. Right. Yeah, I don't no, know. It's good. I like the, the name. chat. No? The chat that he poached all you guys from is called 10 from the back. I think mean, that's a great competitive podcast oh. name. Why did he just use that? Why did,
0: it sounds like a mullet, John. It sounds like a mullet bell. Like, that's also
3: funny. That is funnier no. than Old World
0: Charm. Nothing
3: is more. Also, classic. what is old world charm? This is a phrase I've never heard before. <laughs> <laughs> Have and you that's ever seen why, the yeah.
0: sketch, the continental that uh, Christopher Walken does on? Saturday yes, night. yes, yes. Of course. That, that's that is old world charm.
2: Okay. All right, guys,
0: and that's what everything the podcast stands
2: for is. <laughs> oh
3: my Okay. What All we've
2: right. learned is if you're going to start a podcast, one probably announce it on a really low rated. 40k <laughs> yeah for sure podcast that that's number 100%. one that yeah. two uh focus solely on a dead game that has just been reborn uh yes. and get that bush and then three um have adam Camillary name it uh because that's obviously <laughs> a, but the name has to refer to an old saturday night live <laughs> sketch
0: no no the name does not refer to that i'm just saying that that you want a description like what an embodiment of old world charm is it's christopher walken's character in the continental not saying that that's like what (laughs) we're all charming guys we're gonna talk about the old world that's that's how it's gonna i mean is peter charming
3: is peter charming i'd give i'd give you and adam charm for sure are you serious (laughs) <laughs> I, I, I think my favorite thing about this i is give old guess. i give old world to to, to the falcon I give you know him, what I give you know what this world. is
1: it's val is jealous since he's got his own show now i'm not jealous best, and then danny's gonna be on his his own yeah, show we're gonna continue to it's gonna be a battle to Look,
0: death. So i know he i never I, invited me on to square based and so i just he's you know,
1: barely
3: invited this is fairly true.
2: Fair <laughs> Rob just keeps forgetting to delete the Zoom link every week. The bus the
3: bus is leaving at, at 6 a.m. every Tuesday, and if I'm not on it, it's still leaving. So I
0: just got to make
3: sure I'm there. Fair point. <laughs> but, yeah, if you haven't had a chance
2: to see the great work uh, Dickie and Danny did in this channel for their old world reviews, there's oh, yeah. some phenomenal things, getting some great feedback on them. I do like how you haven't quite got around to the Bretonian one yet, uh, but I will complain about that more later. Danny, that's on Danny. I'm in the process of
0: writing all that Danny. next one here. We should get it recorded. I think probably this week. I would say. I, yeah. I need I need an army list because I don't know the game. That's you okay. Want me to make you an army list? I'll do that, would, dude. No problem. Yeah. I love writing army lists. Perfect. Yeah. All right. So here's what I want from you then. Okay. Beforehand.
2: Okay. What units do you want to use? Horses and feet.
0: Okay, wow. Thank you. You've lady described the entire child. model range.
3: Now he's speaking specifically of the unicorn lady, Duchard, uh, um, and horses. She has no shoes. So they don't have to message. be on a horse. A
0: freaking
2: stereotype, John. Jesus Christ, dude. She's got nice little tootsies. Oh, there we go. Chad likes horses and feet. That's popular. Uh, but moving on. Incidentally, what John's
3: room smells like. <laughs>
2: oh. No, it's horses and feet. <laughs>
3: um, <laughs> are you in on, your child's bedroom anymore <laughs> speaking <laughs>
2: about it's a 14 now it's fine what uh, time uh, speaking is it? about uh following tradition or kind of playing up to stereotypes of players i found this commentary here towards the old world release i was going to move on to something oh, else Oh it's, it's a wall of text <laughs> uh, Says i'm a little concerned i've got in touch with half a dozen online retailers this week and not one of them can confirm stock uh, for this release, the opposite, in fact, demand is too high. Allocation demand is, is too low damn high, or non-existent. For me, that sucks. The only way I can budget for this release at this time is to use credit, which isn't really budgeting. I added that part in there. Um, I'm paying installments uh, without interest. If the stores who offer this don't get stock. I can't buy it until I'll reprint it, and that makes me very sad. Uh, so to cheer myself up, I thought I did. Uh, I thought I did out some untouched fantasy minis I had kicking around. I see everyone showing off their shame, and really, this is such a tiny fraction of my collection, most of which was assembled or in stages of painting already. Plan to add some more of these guys Add a Tomb King Army led by and the Black, get Nagash, do some work in Living Death Cult Nagash, spit it out. Also got a Greenskin Army and finishing up. uh, My biggest and longest uh, 30-year collection, Forces of Dark Elves, waiting for their chance to raise up with a release later. So I have a question to the community. I've never owned a good faction, aside from the fact that he just listed the three factions he owns excessive models of. Um, <laughs> I've got my... Uh, um, <laughs> with five being redone, which should I collect and why? I've got my eyes on Kathy and Kislev. Wow. Uh, and in the distant future, when this re-release is riding on its success, the- <laughs> uh But I'm focusing what? the majority Guess- of my hobby budget and all over, over the course of the year, so getting a new force in addition to my plans is very viable. So sell me on the good guys and why I should collect a specific faction. So Danny, this- is this indicative of the player base because in this one whirlwind message wow he says he's too poor to buy the models but has all the models john this is john this is a cry for help that was
0: um and yeah. uh like i'm glad that this. Uh, like did someone check on this guy because i want to make sure he's okay because he has a lot going on here genuinely um,
3: like, genuinely
0: He told us his life story, and that's great. I I don't know if he was trying to build credibility
2: or
3: whatever, but okay, cool. Whatever.
2: He's trying to buy credit and also has stalking. He was
3: establishing rapport. He was establishing rapport with a solid, meaty two paragraphs. Yeah. So this
0: guy, he, he, at at the beginning of this, he talks about having money issues and he's like, oh, yeah, Yeah. I'm going to have to buy something and put it on credit. Yeah. Then immediately at the end of it, he, or at the end of it, he's saying, no, no, I want an army that's not out yet. Should I buy those?
3: Yeah. Is that what he's asking? Should he buy an army that's unreleased? Well, my first no. my first advice to this guy would be uh, take some of those things that you just found, probably like them wedged them. under your sofa, sell them. Right. Uh, you could probably sell them for a good, good turn, and you could buy the reprint with cash, not having to put things on layaway. Warhammer on layaway, that feels like a slippery slope. Because <laughs> it's going to be, I mean, as soon as he gets those easy payments done, Yep. There's going to be some more Warhammer to be buying. That's right. And by by the looks of it, he hasn't gotten around to the last far too many amount of models he bought.
2: So <laughs> the like a, the man I, doesn't I, wait for your layaway plan to catch up. <laughs> <on. laughs>
3: we had, we had, we had a pretty long chat about pricing uh on one of the shows and uh and as as we were sort of talking about it being sort of the price of the price, there's also just the fact that like I think some some people genuinely and I they, I really stopped to think about this like they they do have a uh, like I think a problem with like buying this stuff and like getting like super excited and like spending a large portion of their income on it, uh, kind of sure. recklessly. And I think that, that guy could maybe take a minute to just get a grip yeah. on his finances a little bit. A lot of those models are going to be in demand guy. This is actually his chance to maybe turn it around, you know, maybe mm-hmm. bring that hobby collection into the black, yeah. um, uh, for and then later he can get arc on the arc the yeah. black, you know, and- and lucky for him,
2: uh, I was talking to Danny about this last week, uh, the horse sculpts that came out with the new Tim Kings box are 35 years old. So they're they're not going anywhere. Not going anywhere. Just, yeah, bide your time. Um, next up here is another complaint that I saw quite frequently this week about the Old World release. Oh, No. Oh, he shoot. says, I thought there was another one
3: like, that." <laughs> <laughs> are you ready to read tonight? Val? World <laughs> world
2: players what, is, what, are, what are we
3: going through? Are we going through the rule book? What's going on with
2: all these words? Uh, this guy here says, I don't have any skin in the game in this particular instance, but GW having no old world stock while influencers post pics of them under mountains of boxes that they will probably never use. Seems like a bit of a slap in the face. Danny, one, I'm disappointed you didn't bury yourself under boxes like I asked you to do for a visual gag.
3: But you did But you did rub them on your body at least, I hope.
0: Oh, I rubbed so much <laughs> stuff on my body.
3: <laughs> uh, so what are your guys' thoughts on this?
2: Uh, I know, Val, you've posted extensively about stalking levels to the point where I think you're the new inventory manager for GW. <laughs>
3: um, it was one post. I just posted it everywhere. Repeated. <laughs> yes. Um, uh, go ahead. But yeah, like, do you think
2: the 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 amount sent out to influencers and and very attractive men on Warhammer forty thousand podcasts, mm-hmm. um, really put a big dent in the old world numbers of boxes they're selling?
3: I think obviously not. Uh, no, I don't think it would have put any any meaningful dent in the, in the overall supply issue. Hmm. Um, I'm also, like, it's your guess is as good as mine, really, as to what the real nature of it is. Uh, like cuz this isn't just the old world this is this is a lot of people surprised by it because you know they maybe have been disengaged client uh, like customers for a long time mm-hmm. But GW seems to struggle to keep things in stock and i don't know if that's by design or or otherwise um yeah i don't really see the upside to having um you know a game company that you can't buy the game pieces for so it doesn't feel purposeful to me so much as not managed well so I that think was most of this- what my comments
2: were comes from people's perception of games workshop as a company uh people perceive it I think as smaller than it actually is so when they're like I saw 40 different videos from youtubers with, or people with old world boxes I think they're assuming that they only have like 500 kits total I don't, and like 10 percent's going out there
3: i don't know if it's i don't know if it's it's that I think it's like anytime you see like if you i mean it's a weird weird thing but like if you see someone who has nice things, but they're just quietly living their lives, that's, generally speaking, agreeable. But when you have someone who, like, rubs something in your face that, you know, maybe you covet or want, that's more disagreeable. So, like, I think maybe that, like, the tonality of, like, look at all this shit I got, maybe is the difference hmm. uh, in some of this. I think he's refer- and also, uh, the unfortunate thing, I think he's referring to the guys from the SM Battle Reports, who sort of, like, did, a like, a like an American beauty style photo with, with a bunch of kits and stuff. Um, but you know, those, those, those will be put to use. Those will be built and painted. They will be used to like spread the good word of the community and amazing battle reports for years to come. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, like that's like evergreen. Going to a good place. That is, Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. and yeah. And content like content makers also, uh, you know, it's generally speaking done for not anything. A lot of the, a lot of the channels who got stuff are longtime fans we have been keeping the torch alive. We've been like doing podcasts and shows to limited audiences to people for a dead game. So, like, I'm not mad that they got free stuff. Mm-hmm. I think it's just because it was so contentious on day one on release. I don't know how was it in the States. Was this United States web cart uh cleaned out? We're gonna get to that in a minute. There, oh, okay. Um, uh, as I move to
2: this next slide, here says a meme I found. Which was live footage straight from Games Workshop's new website. This is an evergreen meme, Danny. In the <laughs> really third is. different release, I've seen it used for. <laughs> yeah. um, I know you were one of those people, American beautying yourself and snow angeling through free uh, old world product. Did you have a chance to to go through GW's website on release day? Well, yeah, and after I
0: pat, patched up all the nicks and cuts, um, I, I uh, no, I didn't actually go on the website at all. Uh, oh, I, but he did bathe himself in GW minis. I just you know it, dude. I made it. I made it rain. Thirty-year-old <laughs> skeleton horses. And oh, then, wow. uh, uh, but like, no, I did end up buying some stuff on the web store, uh, like on Sunday. So, like, but I there was still stuff in the stuff in stock that I wanted. The only thing I really missed out on was the Lich Priest model.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, I do want to say, uh, like, one, I wanted to do a bit with my my, my almost five-year-old son, where he held up uh, one of those skeleton horses and be like, wow, a horse. And I was like, that was me 35 years ago. <laughs> um, <laughs> because the, the, the resemblance, sadly, for him is uncanny. Uh, <laughs> but I want to kind of share my experience. So... I uh, on Saturday again. I've never been like the biggest proponent of old world. I've been the first to sort of uh, deride or make a joke about it. But on a whim uh, on Saturday morning, I just decided to buy in. I was like, I, I I think I messaged you guys, and I was like, Yeah, I'm just going to go on if I can get it. I'm gonna get it. If I don't, mm-hmm. no big deal. And sort of this was my experience here in, in two different screenshots where I won it. I went in at a six minute wait time uh, to get onto the website. Not bad. That's pretty good. <laughs> Um and so I went in as you can see about ten thirty so about thirty minutes after release, mm-hmm. um and then I, I ended up getting a, a core box for Kingdom of Britonia nice um I want to compare my experience trying to buy uh, the End and the Death Volume One and uh, that special edition book compared to this mm-hmm. uh, I think that was a time before the queuing system was kind of properly implemented for any kind of overages mm-hmm. the sheer frustration of going to a website adding an item to the cart, having the cart crash for 10 minutes while you're frantically F5 refreshing to then get to the checkout part after 20 minutes uh, to have your order then drop off because it's no longer in stock <laughs> is the single most frustrating experience I, I, I think I've ever had. And I've gone through immigration multiple times. I've interviewed with, with Homeland Security to stay in this country. The, the most dehumanizing like, annoying thing I've ever done was buy off of old GW web store, Danny. Back in the day, the Void Shield generator I know you used oh, your hobby store connections God. to take like the only copy your hobby shop had. Um, but trying to get one of those on the website well, again, was just a futile effort and crashing. And this is, this is again what I want to describe to you guys is the great British queue, uh, the thing that's now making all the craze or is making the rounds all the craze in, in the United States, the queuing system. Uh, Val, what's your thoughts on this?
3: Um, I mean, I don't I, I, don't mind it. I mean, it was, except for the fact that I think a lot of people did have the experience you just described, maybe in markets that were maybe a little more overwhelmed with demand uh, than the, maybe the United States was. Like, I think I've, I saw some comments, like, from, from UK folks who, like, go to pay and, like, something times out and they lose their cart, they went back, nothing, you know, nothing else was available, that kind of a thing. That's, I mean, that's, I mean, that's super frustrating. I mean, that is, that is not, I don't want to make an excuse. That's just frustrating. It sucks. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, on top of that, it's, it's weird to, uh, again, um, have the sort of like scarcity thing going on. Although this is the first release of, you know, the hotly anticipated thing. These boxes and sets are supposed to come back eventually someday, maybe who knows. Um, you know, they, they are supposed to be like on the shelf items. And looking mm-hmm. at looking at the Webster and in, in the United States, at least right now, like basically it looks like Tomb Kings are mostly available. Um, yep. You know, so like, you know, Bretonians uh, definitely won round one. That'd be basically yeah. my biggest takeaway for, for and, me uh,
2: choosing between the two. Uh, I was introduced to, to get my first box games workshop game was fifth edition fantasy with yep. the Bretonian versus Lizardman box. So I was like, yeah, we'll we'll give it a try. And this one has feet, which we've established at the start of the show. Good things.
0: Yeah. Chat brings up a good point here, too, that some of the models and things that were advertised were not available on the web store. Um, like, I think the cards weren't available. Dice. In North America, dice weren't available. Yeah, so in North America, it special, hasn't gotten And the dice. special characters were not available, or new character models that they're releasing. Mm-hmm. For, oh, the that map. Were.
1: You couldn't get a map either.
3: The map was actually wasn't keyworded correctly. Yeah. Oh. So, so actually, yeah. if you want to, I think in Canada, I went back and got the map. If uh, if you want to, it might even still be there, but originally like off the hop, it just wasn't keyworded with old world stuff. So it was there, but you had to like search for map
2: yeah. <laughs> and then you could find it. Now you're going to get a mailed off and get like a signed edition. So, yeah, I was a
0: little bummed that I didn't get to see that. I didn't see that stuff. I, what I had heard uh, is that stuff went up for pre-order first in australia and new zealand and like they only had a limited quantity and then all got bought out or something Mm -hmm. i don't know i don't know if that's if there's any truth to those claims but uh i don't think that they had very many characters like allocated for the new stuff
2: right well it's good to see that there's demand for there and like val said these are meant to be kind of core items that will be restocked and put back in uh so if you didn't get it this round uh it'll be soon danny here's something crazy too john Mm -hmm. like the main rule book sold out i
0: think that is wild like that shows an insane amount of want for this game especially when they're gonna release a digital version of the rules like so the fact that people wanted to buy the main rule book and that sold out is crazy
3: yeah Yeah. and actually one of the two like ravening hordes looks like it's still in in stock but uh forces of fantasy is sold out yeah so like i'm i'm of, the, of all the actually that was the one thing that i was wondering like is it gonna hang in there is 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 the printed copies and rule books and things yeah those are probably big runs that they did for that because I will say, with not a lot of armies available off the hop that like people there's there's more people who want to play this game than are interested in starting these particular two armies for example yep um so like demand for the rule book didn't surprise me but yeah i didn't cool. i
2: didn't buy the army book uh, i that, that's the one thing i didn't get I don't know if I need or not, but also I figured by the time I get around to actually doing it, uh, there'll probably be two more army books.
3: <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> right, that's the 40K mentality. You'd be lucky to, you, you're lucky to have one, buddy. Just You just probably
0: try. want Forces of Fantasy, though, John, because you need that yeah. to actually play the game.
2: Probably, yeah. That, that'll be a fr- uh, I still got the thing where, I, like I said, a message to my wife. I'd be like, how mad would you be if I bought a starter set? And she responded with like, oh not very. Why? I'm like, oh, good, because I did. She's like, ha. And then she was like, How much was it? And I'm like, 260. <laughs> 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 oh, wonderful. Uh, but it's not all positivity. No. Oh. Uh, and and we've kind of gone through this here. As this next person said here, and Danny, I kinda wanna get your take on this. Uh, they are. Every bit the villain GW is for supporting the game after what GW did to fantasy players.? Okay. Well, you can try to claim salty all you want, but it's a hundred percent justified. GW gave a big middle finger to fantasy players, players that had supported the game for 30 years and thousands of dollars only to see the game end in the most disrespectful way possible.
3: I mean, it was disrespectful. I mean, that is true.
2: Well, is it disrespectful to have four entire campaign books and a narrative ending to your world?
3: Well, I mean, it, it was it was you know I mean it you know it wasn't it wasn't the nicest way to go out. I don't. I, think. I already blacked out your name, Val. You don't have to, to claim this. Going <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm actually full disclosure. I'm shocked that there's not a whole lot more more of this. Like I don't know about you guys, but like I was expecting to see a lot more like never againers. You know, like just people who just refuse to like be excited about it at all. Um, and I've been like genuinely surprised and like uh, enjoying just how excited people are to have this game back and like you yeah. see it in 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 Danny one of this terribly named new podcast like I mean people are just doing, <laughs> We're doing, people are just doing everything everything they can right now to like get ready for this and like like that's cool so like this being this guy being the one guy keeping it real and being like no I'm not letting it go <laughs> like, He's at, just like at mad least he, he, he burned all of grudge. his dark elves Maybe this is a maybe this and, is a dwarf. Maybe this is a dwarf guy.
2: Yeah, maybe it went in the book. And maybe it's from his new podcast, "Little People, Old World." Oh.
3: Hey, <laughs> hey! Now there isn't this. That's amazing.
0: a good name. <laughs> None of us are little people. That doesn't even work, John. What if you were it a works dwarf?
3: Works as you... well as yours. Look, no that, okay. Anyone out there who's looking to start a, a dwarves themed old world podcast? Little that people, really old good. world. Yeah. Wow, what a what a banger John just gave you for free, wow. time after time after time. Right there, la, down. loud. La- it seems to be though, and this is sort of the
2: last slide I have here about the old world release that GW somewhat anticipated uh, the the issues with stalking. As we saw uh, an article on Warhammer community that I haven't seen in a while, uh, one encouraging you not to buy all the models. Uh, <laughs> oh. This guy here, yeah. Uh, with, oh, let's just kind of line everything up here.
3: Uh-huh. Yeah,
2: I'm just um, what in, a great article.
0: Time. I thought this was really good. Um, Actually, was, this was a cool article. Like, this is tacit support from GW for this, and I really, I think that's awesome.
3: I would say much beyond tacit, that is explicit support to yeah. do base, like to do unit fillers. So, like, people who aren't familiar with with, with fantasy, like, you usually have big bricks of, of troops. Um, each one basically the same whereas as Reese Robbins once derisively said to me uh the models are just wound counters to which I sputtered no they're not um <laughs> strong <laughs> argument, strong <laughs> argument. Every game <laughs> like, so that's actually the, I think that might have been what I actually said was like well aren't they always but um regardless <laughs> uh this does allow you like basically they're just giving a lot of permission here to like not feel like if you want to run a big unit you know you could you don't have to like Buy every single model you need for that. You can do something cool and creative in the middle, known as a unit filler. And I think this is a really neat article. I think it's fantastic.
2: You know, as someone who never played fantasy kind of regularly or well, uh this is like honestly a, a very impressive, great article because what it does is get my large identical units in, and give some character or some mm-hmm. theme or some story and turning like each base into like a giant diorama. So it's really Bingo. cool to see yeah. on there. Yeah, man
0: i'd yeah, like man. to have like i want to run two big units of skeletons in my army and so i'd like to have like one like honestly i was going to do something like this yeah. like a big obelisk or something like that because that looks real tomb kingy and egyptian yep. um, or maybe some statues would
2: look cool in the middle of my skeleton units what, what about a big skeleton with a knife well, i hadn't considered that john <laughs> <laughs> Two bangers from John in this one segment. Oh, I know. Well, if you hadn't considered that, uh, we have some creative units I found for the, the classic oh. game of Warhammer forty thousand that okay. I'm hoping we can crowdsource some rules for as we are about to go around the net. Oh boy. I thought I did that photo. Long-time viewers of the show will know when we're about to switch to a new segment, <laughs> when my voice and cadence slows down to like can Help see me in the corner yeah. of my eye. To <laughs> reaching <for> a butt. <laughs> uh, welcome to Around the Net, uh, the part of the show where we dive deep into the dank drivel the internet provides. And this week, uh, we got a little bit. We spoke a lot about Old World, and right now, I found some ridiculous-looking units uh, that I just need rules for, like, right now. Scare uh, with a knife? And starting up, we have a stab rib, is what I called it. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is, as Val eloquently pointed out, just a scarab with a knife. But Danny, yeah, with a knife. Uh, well, what's the rules for this guy?
0: Oh, easy, John. This guy ignores invulnerable saves. And the reason that he ignores invulnerable saves <laughs> is because that isn't just any normal knife, John. Hmm. That's just a tan phase blade. Oh, uh, Famously used by the Kalidus assassins mm-hmm. uh, in the fluff. And uh, this scarab wields it with deadly proficiency.
3: Now, that looks more like a K'chan, uh phase blade <laughs> to me, or a kitchen <laughs> phase blade uh, from the Juggle planet that he uh, that he arose from.
2: You're all wrong. That is, in fact, a Caledas assassin polymorphed into a scarab, so then oh, partial credit. Yeah, Part no, great. he got it. He got partial it. credit. Uh, moving on, we have this guy. I call him Buggy the Space Marine, uh, <laughs> after the One Piece arc, uh, where Buggy just becomes a shoe's... again very popular just adding knives to things yeah danny what are
0: we looking at you know little things with knives are funny and cute john so it's a classic move here um we're looking at what appears to be a two (laughs) well-painted space marine hands glued to a space marine helmet or maybe magnetized uh i'm not sure and then also the tips of two space marine boots under the helmet mm-hmm. to simulate well some painted. kind of small
2: space marine. John, I want to say the most frustrating part about this picture is how well that space marine
3: is painted. <laughs> I think nicely painted. I think that's because it's actually just a uh, a part of a work in progress diorama oh. of a uh, space marine's footlocker. Uh, hmm. Maybe a nice little uh, like a, a bedroom scene where he's getting ready to go to bed at night. He's stacked all of his gear and equipment. At the Maybe. foot of his bed, and okay. he's gonna re- he's gonna read some some prayers to the to the to the, the holy emperor. He's getting kind of ready for that now. Amazon
2: series where Thank they're gonna you. kind of copy what they did in the Halo series on Paramount, where they're gonna have a locker room scene uh, where all the Marines are just like naked and slapping ass, uh, and then <laughs> that's what's in their locker is their boots and their combat knife. Oh, I thought you were going to say this little man with a knife. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Gangster's Paradise in chat coming and saying heavy gravity planet space marine,
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> which accurate. But Denny, what what are this guy's rules? Oh, John, uh,
0: easy. This guy has got uh, the worst rules in the game.
2: Um, <laughs> the board. He's a dark Eldar. <laughs> <laughs>
0: No, actually, so this is what happens when somebody uses a scroll of transmogrification on you, and instead of space marine librarian would turn into this instead of a frog.
2: Oh, so this is like a double one on your apparels from the warp table. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> shrinking. Uh, next up, I have this piece uh, labeled as Sc- uh, Scout Colonel Sanders. Oh, geez. Oh, my. Danny, what, what are we looking at here? What? That's really disturbing, John. Um, it appears to be a scout
0: head that appears to be a multi piece kit, uh, but if you it don't is glue on off of
2: the new scout sprue,
3: no one should ever glue on whatever part's supposed to go in there and paint every one of these guys with an orange beak. That is incredible.
0: <laughs> it reminds me of that C Lab uh, 2020 with a Bizarro guy.
2: <laughs> bizarro, I love you. i just hear like the big baka sound coming when they spot an enemy (laughs) i just
3: as as someone someone gearing up for the old world i'm just looking lovingly at those like craftily hidden mold lines with just such such wistful like like just (laughs) just just jealousy like
0: these skeletons are moldy
3: wow um, that would just run like diagonally across the skeleton's face if that was yeah. a well
2: yeah necromancer go burr that's how they get all of the the skeletons up uh what are what are the rules for scout colonel Sanders <laughs> <laughs> uh, John he lets uh,
0: anybody within uh eight inches uh, get use uh, get plus one initiative because uh, he warns them, with His loud war cough
2: If seize the initiative was still a thing, uh, oh. he would always get to seize the initiative because yep. you know, the early bird uh, gets <laughs> the <laughs> word. <laughs> you got there, you got there, yeah, you did. Nice job, dude. Uh, uh so chat in, finger looking good, plus one to attacks. <laughs> <laughs> The next one here. uh, The title is "Submissive Breedable Russ." Oh Jesus! Oh no! Why
1: do we do this? What every week? Every week,
2: Uh, Danny. What's what are we looking at? Where does this come from? Oh, you don't want to see my
0: search history. (laughs) I really don't. It's a Lehman Russ with like arms and legs coming out of it, and a tongue coming out the barrel. Yeah. Um. Yeah,
2: you know it what this me reminds me of.
0: John. That's how it makes me feel. The
2: posing and the expression on the tank reminds me of you know that episode of Rick and Morty where Jerry's a worm, and they make his like, yeah, is how Beth views him. Uh, right. That's that's Worm Jerry uh, is kind of what I'm reminded of there. Uh, what uh, what are the rules uh, for the reading, Russ? Yeah, I don't want to do that. Next picture. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm not playing that no. This doesn't exist in 40k for a reason.
2: You you've ruined the game. I mean,
3: yeah, there there are probably some 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 traitor guard players out there from the cult of Slanesh. They're like, oh, this is good. This is good. I could work with this. Yes. Okay. Uh,
2: in sixth edition, this vehicle would always uh, you would always hit it in the rear armor.
3: That's right. Also. Yeah. Danny, I mean, are you gonna turn your are you gonna okay, turn your back on a on a clear homage to the original Hell Cannon like this?
0: I mean, look what we can't see, and wouldn't that be the wrong place for the tongue? Wouldn't it be <laughs> the true. other way around? That's true. That's true. Like to be a true ass
2: blaster. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, chat coming in. This vehicle can take punishment, though. <laughs> <laughs> wow. No. <laughs> Moving on, get it off my screen. I don't want yep. to see it anymore, even though Thank it's right you. in front Appreciate of me it. in this PowerPoint on my screen. Uh, this guy oh, here says why. Dan, Danny Val, in fact, Val, uh, with your epic knowledge of Warhammer Forty Thousand, does Mortarian real, yeah. have any other traits other than being a giant smelly cuckold?
3: The only, th- the only thing I'll say is that at least they use the full uh, spelling of cuckold. Uh, makes yeah. me less 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 upset. Uh,
0: we did talk about that before, right? Like, We, have, we had long a long conversation about cuts. didn't we? I'm
3: not a big fan yeah. of the word cut. Yeah, right. yeah um, So, you know, at least we we used more of a Webster's, uh, you know, application of the term. Uh, I have absolutely no idea uh, whatsoever uh, what may or may not make him one, such a thing. Um, <laughs> Likes <laughs> to watch out.
0: Clock hold. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. Does he have a nice timepiece? Uh, yeah, the best. He has grandfather clocks, literal wooden grandfather clocks in space. Yeah, he has a lot of them. That happened. That was part of his story. Was this giant yeah. demigod became a clock collector, like oh, the weird God guy God from Sakes. the old hero show? Um, but yeah. Apart from being a, a an avid watch collector, Danny, what other traits does Mortarian have? Oh,
0: um, dirty, uh, pussy. Oh. Mm-hmm. Um infected, inflamed, bloated, mm-hmm. um poxy. Mm-hmm. Um we we hit smelly, right? That's in mm-hmm. the
3: that's sure. in the it's in the sentence, yeah.
2: It is, it is. Keep um it. perfect. Next up, Mind. this is this this is demonetizing level text. I oh, just no. want to warn you. Um but <laughs> it starts <sighs> uh... oh did the Votan get them. <laughs> So, so I found this on Reddit. Uh, You'll be happy to know. Uh, But it says, so hear me out. First, in 40k, there are a lot of humans. A lot. And they do reproduce like hell. For example, look at an hive world with several hive cities. If the Empyrium of Mankind (laughs) would collect all their cum, they could basically drown the Xenos in it. Come down to the
3: Emporium of Mankind!
2: (laughs) 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 All the jizz you need. Uh, It's a free resource. That they could just produce endless amounts of Slanesh would support that Just think hmm. about it
1: Hmm
2: Annie, Did you think about it?
0: Uh, I did John and I tried to Make it easier So I came up with the idea that they Probably have milking facilities or do you mm-hmm. think That they just like walk around with something That just collects it all day
3: <laughs> Just but the I mean, planetary
0: like- governor
2: Like the tithe were, were Four <laughs> fluid ounces short <laughs> Yeah what I do for my emperor. Keep drinking.
3: Keep drinking water. <laughs> but I mean <laughs> wouldn't 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 you have to like ingest water and like wouldn't if if you like and then produce the semen? So therefore, why not just drown them in water? You know, I mean you couldn't have more semen than other Right. liquid resources on the uh, planet here's the deal Where if you were to do that
2: Val uh, if you didn't do that the person who typed out this post and read it wouldn't be able to masturbate thinking about it yeah you could yeah, just make a fair point I don't, don't want to you know let's move on I don't like this slide <laughs> anymore well you're really stacking <laughs> you up the hits this. here you opened this door John yeah I did I did I had to balance all the positivity from the start of the show um This here, we have a picture of three Ultramarines from the video game Space Marine 2 uh, coming whenever it's coming. Uh, And they say, first they corrupt Star Wars, then Doctor Who, we must destroy this heresy before it infects our universe. And then a picture of the Disney logo. Uh, Guys, I have a simple question. I'm gonna (laughs) drop an F-bomb here. Uh What
3: the fuck does that mean? It means that they don't understand what Amazon is? (laughs) (laughs) Just gonna get
1: their their story melded and changed. That's why they're so grumpy.
2: Yeah, Danny, wouldn't the Ultramarines be the worst Legion to go and correct someone for <laughs> "quote unquote" woke thinking? I,
0: John, these guys are brutal fascists. <laughs> yeah, <that's
3: Spike>. right. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, but he's Dude. a nicer face. A nicer fascist.
2: Are they? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're capitalist, at all.
0: I think they're pretty <laughs> terrible. They're maybe less terrible than other chapters, I guess. Yeah, I mean,
2: they're not well, good by any means. Yeah,
1: I mean, they're no salamanders, but they're not like, you know, but no,
2: night yeah. Lords. Yeah. But, but don't worry. Whoever posted this, don't worry. Disney won't uh, infect and corrupt 40k. You've already done it with your dog shit opinion. Uh, no. And, and to, to prove it, uh, we have this, this, this terrible terrible thing I found here next. No nudity, no mention of semen, so we're we're good in those two folks. Coming up, it says, Behold my creation using IBS Paint X. Introduce you, the woke marines. They have the insane ability to easily convert regular people to become woke. Uh, Currently, they are considered heretics by the Inquisition and had been ordered to kill on sight. Through investigations, the Inquisition found out they identify as rainbows Again, Danny, I'm going to ask you the question. The fuck does this mean?
0: <laughs> I uh, think it's a pretty terrible part of our community, John. These guys are... This is... I mean, it's not even like a... It's not a dog whistle or anything. This person is saying that they support killing on sight of people who are woke and...
2: No, no, because this is their fan fiction for a fictional universe, which means also, their awful, hateful thoughts don't count as actual thoughts. I,
3: I just, I just want to point out here that this is the type of person who saw a fucking picture of a stained glass window and decided that that was too woke. Uh, that is. <laughs> I mean, glass is should clearly, be one color. This is clearly an illustration of a space marine from a stained glass fucking window, guys. Uh, I think, this guy can eat shit and die.
2: It's uh, it's probably AI art, which is the, the worst thing to ever happen to us. Um, He continues. Uh, would you like to, to hear some more of his? Um, more? Not really. Of his script? <laughs> but okay, yeah, sure, whatever. He says, uh, thank you, that was the answer I was looking for here. Uh, so I would like to introduce you the insignia of the woke Marines. Their life goal mission is to spread love and ETC. I made this because 40K needs more Nightmare Fuel what's better way by getting the woke hijacking 40k now that's a nightmare we can all agree way worse than anything worse than anything
3: Um, yeah not worse than uh having to read that paragraph again no yeah that was painful
2: (laughs) part of my shtick part of my gimmick is to read everything verbatim uh, as it's written down (laughs) i struggled with that one uh that was awful if you posted this, you're a terrible person. Uh, if you think the worst thing something can do is get a little love, I think it speaks uh, incredibly towards your personality. Uh, last one here before we jump on to a brand new game. Danny, this is for you. I saw it on Reddit. Um, someone said, Trizen never liked being essentially time-roofied by Orokin, which I think is now my f- new favorite description of what happened in The Infinite and the Divine. It's true. <laughs> um,
0: and I don't like it. I think it's rude. Uh, I'm definitely a Trazin' man, not an Oregon man.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, someone actually responded to me uh, when I said I really like this, and they said uh, that's not what happened. In fact, uh, Orican just safe-scummed the instance, and that's <laughs> that's how he got by. That's pretty funny, too. Uh, beautiful. We're going to skip forward now to a game that Val and Danny are going to hate on slide 24. Uh, <laughs> Dicky, play that bumper. Oh, no. Where's the bumper? Or don't? I mean, I know you're you're engrossed in this woke stuff we've been talking about.
1: Uh, uh, uh the bumper didn't go, so I'll play this bumper.
3: You're all good, yeah. I'm so play nervous it. about this game now. The tone has been set.
1: Oh
0: wow!
3: <laughs> I mean, normally I associate that that bumper yeah, with nothing but joy and bleeding eardrums, but.
2: No, just what the your you, you, This new
3: sweet. game, no peaks. It's just going to be dicks, isn't it? It's just going to be nothing.
0: But- <laughs> the tone of this episode would indicate
2: that that would. Be-
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be racist dicks. Yeah, I All know right. I like that might happen. All All right, right, what would be
2: a way that I could punish you guys more uh, for hanging out with me here than to play? What's that role? That's right. It's my new favorite game oh, no. that I just my made up. Favorite. Uh, it's what's that role? Uh, yeah. Calling all Warhammer 40,000 fans for a fun new dice game, I have a set of Ideneth Deepkin dice. Uh, your mission, try to decipher what each roll is in an epic <laughs> dice
0: battle. Are you going to roll them from over there? Where
2: are we going to see the dice? Oh, Wait, what? I did this in the future. So when we okay. go down to the next page, we're going to see the, the question I'm going to ask you. Oh, this is just a picture of aforementioned dice. What's fantastic. I don't know which facing they are in that picture. Okay. Uh, these are legitimately some of the worst dice ever produced. Uh I, I did not deepkin.
3: Yeah, I agree. So All right. What we're going to ask, Dicky. That's as close as you get to wingdings dings on a on a non wingding set of dice. Uh,
2: yeah, you're not wrong. So, Danny, Dicky, I'm asking, you're an orc boy, you're shooting. How many hits?
3: <laughs> They're transparent, too? <laughs> yeah. Oh my oh god. Yeah.
1: Two. One? One. Two. Two. Foul.
3: Oh, we're all, I guess, yeah, we all kind of have to go. Yeah, oh, yeah. wow. Those are so bad. Uh, I'm going, I'm going two. Two. All right. The actual, if you want to go down to the next slide here, Dickie, yeah, we'll yeah, see yeah.
2: that. Obviously. Oh, um, top two dice are five. Oh, right.
1: my God. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <bottom how> <laughs>
0: wow.
2: I'm sure that it. that
3: six was on the reverse side. Yeah, uh, no, wow. no, the skull shines through. wow. No.
2: skull always shines through.
3: The skull's uh, on the one on these guys? Yeah. That's important. Here. Of course yeah. they oh, are. Oh, I thought they fixed that. I thought they changed that. Okay. Oh, they have a symbol on the six, too? There's a symbol on, but I guess it's all yeah. symbols. These are ruthless. <laughs> they are.
2: Yeah. <laughs> uh, <I just> <laughs> oh, man. Next up, guys, you're a strength four gun in a toughness five world. How many oh. wounds have you caused? Oh no.
3: Uh 4, 10 plus five. Finger. Still need fives here?
1: Uh,
3: oh what? Oh, <laughs> uh
1: <laughs> zero. <laughs> zero. Zero. I think.
0: I think. I'm going zero too. I'm going zero. I can't decide if it's one or zero. I I I also think zero.
2: I think zero. Okay, next slide. Yeah, you were yeah. absolutely right.
3: Yay. Not a single wound. Uh, the bottom I'm particularly oh, proud this- of still somehow remembering how to wound in 40k. Uh, I, don't see, I had to this- think about that for a minute. I try to keep the question simple,
2: Val, and I, like, I appreciate <laughs> that. Uh, so that is, yeah, we have no hits from this. Obviously needing fives at the left hand side dice. Obviously a four. Uh, the cool, three top is to the yeah. side. And obviously yeah, I a swear one to one.
0: God, John, if you ever bring these dice out when we play games, <laughs> That's I'm going to wild up and throw them in the trash.
3: <laughs> like they don't even look good. good. <laughs> they're just they're are just, just wavy squiggly. lines.
0: I have a set of these. Like they're the worst dice ever. Uh, are you I just a dice game. collector? Like you just? You just oh, I, dude, I buy all kinds of army dice. I love army dice,
2: dude. Wow. um I shared this these dice with a friend. um the response was, yeah, the deepkin dice are so effing bad. Uh, Legit, please never use these, was also a response <laughs> I got. And I responded with, don't give me cause to. That's all <laughs> I can say. And then our final question because I want to make this pain end because these dice are terrible. Yeah. Uh, next slide here. You are speed. You advance 4d6 inches. Oh no. How far do you go? Oh wow. Oh wow.
1: <laughs> what okay i got my answer i think you got your answer maybe i think maybe okay
2: okay Dicky, what's your answer
1: 19 inches
2: what? What? i will say Dicky does he have said, access to the slideshow
1: he said what i no, i maximized it for them it's okay
3: oh Oh yeah
1: <sighs> i'm sorry i'm like real blind i'm looking
3: are the symbols like? Uh, is there one squiggly per pip, or yes. do the pips represent yes. different numbers of pips?
2: There's one squiggly per pip, okay. unless it's a one, in which case it's a skull, uh, or uh-huh. in which case right. it's a weird elven symbol. The one is I, a skull. I think chats, sixteen inches. Sixteen chats coming in with thirteen. Dickie said nineteen. Danny <laughs> 16.
3: This is just random <laughs> guesses. Fifteen. Fifteen.
2: <laughs> We can go to the next slide for the answer. The answer is, in fact, 18 inches.
3: Wow. 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 Wow, That's okay. Now that I can see the key here, how is there five squigglies on the five? I don't
1: know. I don't know. (laughs) know. (laughs) Okay.
0: (laughs) Because on the other side of five is two, right? Because the numbers always add to seven on the dice. (laughs) (laughs) So there are three underneath
3: four. Right, and then four on top. Ah, oh, wow! That is just take my breath away stuff. Huh. John, I mean, this may have been your best new game yet. Yeah, well, that Please, is. Let's never play it again.
2: Very low praise. <laughs> uh, but if I'm ever uh, busy with schoolwork and need a quick game to play, uh, yeah, I'm just gonna roll some deepkin dice. I feel
3: like this would be a hard single player game. I, I feel like if, even if you had. These dice in your hands. This is tricky. That was I cool. have
0: also some suggestions too, John, for other yeah. awful dice. Sure. Like, okay. <laughs> we'll
1: do that later. Okay, that's a
0: the, clear,
3: the, the completely abstracted pips on a see-through dice is just so bad. Insanity, like yeah. that was Again. insanity. Look at this. To
2: the camera. This
3: is five. Okay. Kind I can of, kind of see it. I
2: can kind there. of see that one. All I'm going to say is if you want to double check my dice rolls during a game, it comes off your clock.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can put okay. it on my clock too when I take your property out to the street
2: and throw it into <laughs> Throw power. it as far as possible. <laughs> I'm just going to buy. This is how I win LVO. Is I just buy nine boxes of deepkin dice. And every round my
3: opponent gets disqualified as they have no choice but to throw them into the trash. Problem is, once you get to that uh, sweet 16 these days, they give you casino dice. Your your plan falls to pieces.
2: Oh, I can't because I'm allergic to casino dice. (laughs) It's
3: illegal for you to ask me for proof. very soft hands. Only, those those really sharp yeah, edges are just dangerous. For him.
0: You can only roll clear resin dice. I can't roll with any colors. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks, Paradise, joining blue, us again and chatting. This is like, are you a robot check on steroids?
3: <laughs> yeah, for real. Like that would be a capture that would actually stop the AI singularity. No problem. Because it would also stop humanity. Yes, actually, that's yep. fair point. No one could do it.
2: Oh, yeah, thank at. you. I think the important thing to remember here is no one's a winner as that game was just torture uh, yes. for everyone yeah. involved there. Uh, beautiful. Yeah, thanks, Guys, uh, what you call, uh, we're, we're going to sign off here soon. So uh, what do you want to touch on before we do?
3: Um, well, it has been a thrilling week uh, as, a, as a as a as a fantasy fan. I can only imagine even more thrilling for Danny with all of his, his payola he's rolling around in, getting to have those models rules. On. Mm-hmm.
2: Models. I heard Games Workshop sends you pictures of the customers who were unable to buy things because you got a free box. John,
0: I have that as a tiled wallpaper. That's right. I my computer and just people's crying oh. faces.
3: <laughs> um, and uh, no, it's just been a really fun week. Uh, not going to lie. And it's good to be good to be back here in the grim dark. Yeah. yeah man. Even though it's becoming more and more confusing and foreign to me. Especially with all the racist dick stuff. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Because you don't have that in the old world. Now, we got that old world charm. We got that old world charm. World. Don't you don't have that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah those <laughs> those
2: German themed empire armies are purely, purely just a coincidence.
3: Look, uh, my COD pieces on my, on, my, uh, on my empire army are period appropriate and, uh, you know, it's perfectly fine.
0: Yeah. Hey, Val, I have to ask you how many highlights do you have on those god pieces? Mm. An excessive
3: excessive amount, but you otherwise That's I mean cool. you would be not painting anymore then, dude. That's what they say. On <laughs> metal metals right on the cock. <laughs>
0: <laughs> More than no. three highlights
3: and it's not painting
0: anymore. Okay.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I've never gotten a three highlights in my life. Don't worry. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Beautiful. Danny, what
0: you got? Oh, man, I just had a great week. It's been great uh, Is, with all the with all the content coming out. I can finally talk to people on the Internet about the things that I know. Um, so that's been really great. Um, yeah, no, it's been no awesome. One, I'm really
2: excited. No one ever thinks of the content creators who get all of these great rules and news early. They just can't talk to anyone about it. Yeah. It's, yes. it's like a Sarah McLachlan or, video. That I imagine just,
3: it's not the greatest
1: the it moments.
2: Yeah.
3: bursting it has its i know moments. i want to i, I want to talk about everything i know about warhammer with everyone i know who knows about stuff about warhammer i can imagine having to keep a lid on that is you know you really want to talk about it yeah. oh yeah yeah
2: um i will say uh probably don't buy anything from me on facebook because if i'm listing it there's a reason uh but <laughs> conversely what, what, does what is that, that mean?
1: that's, that's a very, threatening
2: no. <laughs>
3: Well, if you have, say, a John, new army John, book, John, that I might think, be coming up. John, it? on behalf of the podcast, I need to ask, are you okay? Are uh, no. you <laughs> No. I think, <laughs> I think I think, right? the,
2: I think the pictures I've shared this week
3: have shown that I'm yeah. not okay. Yeah, yeah, it's a bit like when Cartman closes his eyes on this episode. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I got cried. It's fine. Awesome.
2: Well, thank you everyone for joining us here on Grim After Dark. Uh, You can find all of our socials and ways to support us at GrimAfterDark.com We will be back next Tuesday night live at 10pm Eastern-ish. If you enjoyed yourself, please check out our back catalogue on YouTube. Uh, And Remember, when your life feels like a never-ending siege, things can't get any worse. Join us here and remember that it's always Grim After Dark.
1: It's time to step into the grim darkness with nerds gather talking Warhammer madness. Grim after dark, the podcast with the host, John, Danny, and Val, but they're not the most. Claiming to be experts, but it's all a facade. Talking about battles and dice rolls, they're all odd. Trying to sound cool with their Warhammer talk, but I'm here to expose, it's all just squawk. Nerds, nerds, everywhere I see, talking Warhammer this, like it's a decree. But let me tell you, homie, it is all just a game in the real world, homie. We are not the same, so put down the dice, step out of the dog, it's time to live life. Nerd, make your own moth. grim as the dog, the nerd's playground, talking warhammer this, acting all profound, but when I listen, it's all just a bunch of noise. I love roasting nerds and their stupid-ass toys. Oh, stupid-ass toys, I want to grab them, put my hands around the neck, squeeze, squeeze, warhammer squeeze, until they can't breathe or breathe again. <laughs> Tell a friend, I tell a friend, I'm out here roasting nerves again.